Pastor Fife is no stranger to us, and we certainly thank God that she's here. She has traveled and made her way to the uh, PAW convention. When she came in my office, I welcomed her to the States, but she let me know she's been here a long time. <laughs> Amen. And I'm sure she's homesick and want to get home, but we thank God. Amen. That God has favored us and she can be with us on today to minister to us. So, Sister um, Pastor Karen Fife is the head pastor of Ark for Dominion Apostolic Ministries. Amen. That is a PAW. She is one of the PAW churches, and she's out of the city of Birmingham, England. Amen. And she has some guests with her, and we're going to let her to introduce her guests uh, when she come. But we're going to ask that you all would stand to your feet, put your hands together, and let's receive her with a Harley Holy Ghost feel, new grace. Amen. Come on, somebody. In the name of Jesus. Greetings, praise the Lord, to Art for Dominion Apostolic Church, to my leadership team in Birmingham who are holding the fort as I'm going away. And I've been away nearly for four weeks, but God is good. Do you know that leadership needs rest? Leadership needs to move away and hear from God. Praise the Lord. But today the message is saying 24 hours. 24 hours. And if we had a subtitle, it would be Braxton Hicks are here. The women know what Braxton Hicks are here. So I'm just going to pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, as we come today. Lord God, we come, Lord Jesus. We want to hear from you. Let self be slayed. Lord God, I pray that nothing will hinder, Lord God, but the Holy Spirit will have dominion. Lord God, we will not come as business as usual, but we know, Lord God, that you rule, oh God, and you have kept us for such a time as this. Lord God, I pray there be healing and deliverance in this place. Somebody, Lord God will realize that they need to be saved. Somebody will realize that they cannot continue as they are and there has to be a change in Jesus' name. We apply the blood of Jesus rebuking Satan and in the name of Jesus we shall have victory because there's no other name given unto heaven whereby we must be saved and that name is Jesus the wonderful name, the mighty name, the Prince of Peace, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. He is God all by himself and we know no other but the Lord Jesus Christ. Hebrews 4 verse 12 says, um, um, says that the word of the Lord is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing and penetrating, even dividing asunder the soul and spirit and is a discern of thoughts and the intents of your heart. God knows the intents of our heart. Praise God. And he sends the word. And as we speak the word, as I preach the word, the word is also cutting me. So the word is not just for you, it's for me. The word comes to deliver and comes to make and set us free. 
Are you free today? The Greek word for quick means lively and powerful. It means full of energy. Praise God. When the word of God comes, something's got to change. Something's got to be delivered. Somebody's got to be healed. The word does not go forth and just sits there. But the word has an effect. Glory be to God. But you've got to make sure that you are on fertile ground. My daughter preached a message. Timory preached a message on fertile ground but you're barren my god so let me say my daughter preached the word on fertile ground but you're barren Revelation says, I swear by him that liveth forever, who created heaven and things that therein are in the earth, and the things therein are in the sea, and the things therein that may shall that there shall be time no longer. 24 hours. God says that there shall be time no longer. So what God is saying that I sit in eternity and I am in eternity, but we sit in time. So this here is time but eternity is the church so time sits praise God in eternity and God said that there's going to come a time where there is no time we can't see time we can't penetrate time but we know that time is ticking on because time is abstract you can't see time you can't touch time but we know that time is moving on I began to think of mankind and how did time begin? How did 24 hours, praise God, suddenly became into existence? How do we count time? The theory of time. The dictionary expresses it that time was developed and started, praise God, when man, you know, when they had the big bang. But we don't believe that. We don't believe that suddenly we were an amoeba and then suddenly we developed into man and then, you know, suddenly we, we came out that era, praise God. But we believe that God started time. God created the sun, the moon and the stars and man began to track time by day and by night. Genesis 4 1 verse 14 and God said let there be light and the firmaments and the heavens were divided and the day from the night and the night and the night the day from the night and let there be a sign for the season and days for the years. Someone say Pastor Karen slow down. Time itself is complicated. As you look into time and how it is measured, I began to understand that there are 400 extremely stable atom clocks that keep time over the world. Each one transmits signals to an international bureau and that the clock comprises time once a month and the results come out as an international atom time. I know there'll be somebody who'll go and check to see if I'm saying the right thing. That's okay. As I talk about time, it's not easy to see with your natural eye. Time is hard to measure or understand the concept of time. If we look at time, praise God, and we know the message is saying 24 hours. It was said allegedly that the architectural evidence which suggests that the Babylonians and the Egyptians began to measure time around 5,000 years ago. 
within the introduction of the calendar with the invention of a 24-hour clock. There is about 1,440 minutes in an hour. 24 hours make up a day. In today's society, time is very important. We can see that in the church after COVID, many people are online because they think that when they stay at home, they cut time and they don't have to get ready. Did you notice that after COVID, you had to get ready, you had to get washed, you had to get dressed, you had to get yourself together, then you had to drive to the church. So we looked at the time that when we used to just put on a top and just go before Zoom and we were in church. But I've come to tell those who are online that you need to be in the house. There is something about when we come together and we worship. We needed Zoom. We need social media. But there is something about when I come together and touch you, Shama, when we touch each other in the church, God would not have built the tabernacles and the sanctuaries and the temples and wanted us to go in there. Even when Egypt was in, when the uh, children of Israel was in Egypt and they were in slavery, he said to Pharaoh, I want my people to come together to worship me. And, he, and at first, God said to him, we just want to go outside of the city. But Pharaoh, God hardened Pharaoh's heart. And in the end, it led to their release. So there is something about us coming together. The Bible says, forget not the forsaking of the assemblies of the children of God. We should come together. So I want to admonish you, not tell you off, but admonish those who are online. Come into the house. I can't cope with it. When COVID came, I wanted to go into the house of God. It was not the same. Glory be to God. Coming together does something for us. We learned through COVID that being alone was not good. God said, Adam was there with with God, with the almighty God. He walked with God. Adam was walking with God in the garden. But even though he was walking with God, God said, it's not good for you to be alone. Don't let no one tell you that it's good to be alone. It's not good to be alone because Adam was with God. Yet God said, it's not good for you to be alone. We need each other. And when the enemy is saying, I don't need nobody. The saints are this and the saints are that. You need somebody. Glory be to God. We are social beings. The psychologists and the sociologists knew it when lockdown happened. They knew they couldn't lock down for so long. Many people have mental health issues now because they're not moving together. They're not connecting. We are social beings. That's off the script. Thank you, Jesus. 24 hours. We need... It's social, so in society, time is very important. We value our time. We live complex and constantly multitasking, working as professionals, development, developing different uh, projects with our family, ministry, church, relationships, trying to fulfill, achieve our dreams, and we only have a certain time to do it. But in 24 hours, Everything can change. The Bible says there's a time for everything. 
to everything there is a season, a time to every purpose under the heaven. And it goes on to say about death and life. And it goes on to say there is purpose. There's a time for everything. Time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up, time to pluck up that which is planted. The scripture goes on. In 24 hours, a lot can happen. I do know what, I do not know what time you're in. But I know that breakthrough is coming. Breakthrough is coming. You've got to believe that God is about to do something. You may have a child that needs to come off drugs. Let me tell you that God is about to do something. You've got to have anticipation. You've got to have that expectation that in 24 hours, that 24 hours, maybe a year, maybe two years, but in 24 hours, God is about to do something. In 24 hours, someone can repent and be restored to the kingdom of God just in 24 hours. In 24 hours, someone can decide to be baptized, come into this church, and you've said two words to them, they jump up and say, I'm ready to be baptized. Is there anyone here that's ready to be baptized and to be filled with the Holy Ghost and come to the altar? Because in 24 hours, anything can happen. In 24 hours, praise God, you can step into your ministry where you've been procrastinating for years and years because God is calling you to greater glory be to God but you've sat down and you've contemplated you've watched people what this one's going to say what that one's going to say but in 24 hours God can change your mind in 24 hours you can procrastinate and postpone and delay what God is doing with you but today I've come to tell you that in 24 hours God wants to change your life I don't know where you are in your time but you better get up and know that we are in the last days boys don't know if they're girls girls don't know if they're boys my God guns and shooting stabbings in England and machetes are chopping up children and you sit there and don't believe God you better know that God knows that this is the end time and in 24 hours God may crack the sky and come in from glory and take his children home and the rapture may be here it may be in 24 hours this ain't the time to play with God the Holy Ghost is real and I felt when I went oh God to convention God is doing Braxton Hicks for those women who know about Braxton Hicks Braxton Hicks is something that starts to happen praise God when your uterus starts to contract oh God has anybody got a uterus that's contracting at this moment because God is contracting us he started to Bracton Hicks because he knows that we are coming he knows that he is coming somebody needs the Holy Ghost but the church is contracting we may seem like we're going down we may seem like things are happening but Bracton Hicks I can feel them in my spirit that God is about to do revival we've heard it for years years. I want a revival in my soul. I want to get back to the day of Pentecost. I need a revival in my soul. But the Braxton Hicks, you're feeling the shaking. You're feeling the pain in your spirit because God wants change. God wants to deliver. God wants to heal. It's nothing too hard for the Lord. If he said he shall do it, the spirit of the Lord says so. You've got to open your mouth and let the Holy Ghost. We are filled with the Holy Ghost. We're apostolic. Praise God. We're not Church of England. We're not Catholic. 
free yourself. You said enough is enough. God wants to deliver me. I refuse to be in this situation. I refuse, oh God, to go down. I will believe God no matter what. Because I can feel the Braxton Hicks. Something's shaking in my spirit. In 24 hours, God will do something. God wants to show you. That's why he said to me, get out the $50 and show the people that God can change them. He didn't expect that money, but God's trying to show you. He's about to change your life. Do you believe? Will you worship him? When you worship him, the Holy Ghost will come down. And when God is in the house, anything can happen. Shama. Minutes. Uh, 
Hicks does not cause labor, but it's a sign of labor. What have you been feeling? If you've been going through pain, that is a sign that God is about to deliver you. Because I heard someone say, it's not the jumping, Jake said. It's not the shouting, but it's the pain that makes your character. It's the pain that helps you to go through. We become so soft in the church that we don't want to offend nobody because we brought up children and people in the church that when you say sin is sin, they'll walk to the next church down the road. But I've come to tell you that offenses will come. It's part of the journey. But you've got to learn that every family has their ups and downs. Every family has their disagreements. I come from a family and I have disagreements with family but you can't touch us because we're blood you try and touch my brother or touch me he'll deal with you and so we should be in the church we've got the same DNA we've got the same characteristics of God you touch me you touch my family you touch me my father will do something about you we're all in the same family I may come from England and you may be in America but we serve the same God and the vein, oh God Almighty, the blood vein, the blood of Jesus runs through me as it runs through you. I'm saying to you that in 24 hours, God is going to turn it around. Be not discouraged because God will turn your circumstances around overnight within 24 hours. He will change your life. He changed my life in a club one night when I stood there drinking rum and, and black and he started to speak to me and say, what would you do if I set this place on fire? And then with 24 hours, I'm given some days I was in a church. The Holy Ghost grabbed me at the altar and I'm saved today. My life is changed. Because I was obedient to God. Some of you won't humble yourselves. Some of you won't be obedient. But God is calling you to be obedient. You can't win all the arguments. You can't win all the battles. But in the Bible says, if you humble yourself under the Holy Ghost, watch what God will do. He said, vengeance is mine, said the Lord, I will repay. Some of us want vengeance, but God's vengeance belongs to God. A few things that God has shown me over the years. He said to me, Karen, do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. Erabasha. Hear what I'm saying? Do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. Sometimes you want vengeance. Sometimes you want to get back at people. But do the right thing when people do wrong to you. Pray, pray, pray. Humble yourself. We have two ears. One mouth. God gave me two ears. My late husband used to tell me so I can hear twice as much as what I talk. Talking too much. Humble yourself under the mighty hand. Obedience is better than sacrifice. We want to do what we want to do and we don't want to hear leadership. 
Can we think we know it? Can we've gone to university and got two degrees? <laughs> but when I'm in trouble, my piece of paper can't help me. When I'm in trouble, my worldly friends can't help me. When I'm in trouble, my boss can't help me. When I'm in trouble, my husband can't help you. When you're in trouble, the wife can't help you. But I know a man called Christ Jesus. That when I cry, help. Help will come on its way. But I say, Lord, have mercy. Mercy will come. God's currency is faith. Not money. Although we need money because the Bible said money answereth all things. But God said his currency is faith. And when he said it to me, I said, Lord, what do you mean? He said, Karen, everything you do, it's got to be with faith. If you want a job, you've got to have faith and works. Everything you do is faith. Someone said, how do you get up here and preach? Faith. How do you live right? faith. You've got to believe the word of God to God's currency that he works on. What he deals with is faith. The businessman knows that. A businessman has faith. The natural man has faith. I'm going to have a business. I'm going to invent this. They're saying it by faith. They don't see it, but they believe it. The Bible says but without faith, it is impossible. Everyone say impossible. To please him. Not you, not the pastor, not me. But to please God. For that cometh to God. For he that cometh to God must first believe that he is a rewarder. That's the problem when you're going through things. You don't think God's going to reward you. You think you're going to just stay in it. You're just going to suffer. But one day, 24 hours, God will reward you. That what diligently, when you're diligently, you just don't go, I'm, I'm looking for the penny. I'm looking for the, when you're diligent, you tear up the place. You start looking. You're tearing up the place because you're diligently seeking him. So I would admonish my friends who are online that you need to diligently seek him in the house. <laughs> I'd just like to encourage you, as I'm finished now, to do an altar call. Shama Silo Shaba. For those who are unfilled, come to the altar. For those who need prayer, come to the altar. God is going to change around your life in 24 hours. Our children go to school and some parents have sent their children out. Some people have gone out and in 24 hours they hear the news that someone has died. But I've come to tell you, Shama Silosha, that 24 hours God can change everything around. You continue to pray for me in Jesus' name. And anyone who wants to come to the altar, because at the end of the day, this is the most important part of the service. Not even the message. The message should draw you. The other thing that we're doing now in church, let's just admonish and teach. We think somebody preaches about fornication. So you may not be fornicating, but 
people don't want to come to the altar because they think you're going to think it come to the altar because you need God don't care what the message is come to the altar why would you not go to hospital when you're sick that's what happened in COVID people were sick and coughing cough, 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 cough no I haven't got COVID when the people told us that if you had a cough you should seek medical help but everybody was self-diagnosed so some people died on timely deaths because they weren't obedient to what they heard they said cover watch your mouth They said, keep social distance, social distance from sin. They said, wash your hands, sanctification. (laughs) God is awesome. He's got a way of teaching us some things and some people wouldn't do it. They refuse to do it. And that's what happens sometimes in the church. People refuse to do things because they want everything explained. Do you know that there's some things that God will say to me and I have no explanation for what I do? I don't know why I sat there and God said to give the guy the money. I don't know why. But if we go to him and ask him what, we, what was happening in your life, he may have a story to tell us. But God isn't going to explain everything to you. We want everything explained. Open your mouth and praise him. Don't sit there looking at me. Praise God. I've got the Holy Ghost. My Holy Ghost is active. You can have the Holy Ghost, but it's not activated in you. You need to be speaking in tongues and seeking the Lord. Because God is allowing the Braxton Hicks to come. He's allowing that pain. He's allowing that stirring up. I believe there's going to be and is a revival has started. But just like the man who was at the gate, beautiful. Praise God. He said, silver and gold had I not to the disciples. And they said, but in the name of Jesus, rise up. You've got to rise up and know that God is God. And he's looking for you. Bishop, I'm done. In the name of Jesus. The Lord bless you. Thank you for allowing me to come in. Because you've got to trust people when they come in your pulpit. (laughs) So thank you, Bishop. In the name of Jesus. You pray for me. In Jesus' name. The altar is still open.